It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's the Luca Pete Show. It's Easter Monday. If you've got chocolate covered all over your chops and on your hands and on the Ida down and on the wall, um, I'm glad you had a good one. I'm glad you had a good one. But for those of us who um, don't eat as many Easter eggs as they should, um, yeah, welcome to the Luca Pete Show. It's uh, Pete Donaldson here. Luke Mo is joining me. Um, did I speak about this before? But like the the um, chemical makeup of um, Easter egg chocolate is different to normal chocolate. Because right. it has to hold a different shape. It has right. to hold a different shape, so it has to be worse off for you. <laughs> like, it's, it has to be more sugary, perhaps, or something. That oh, so it makes, does actually taste different, then. It tastes different because the actual makeup of it is different, because it has to hold an eggy shape, and it has to have more calorific content. So that's why um, Easter egg, pound for pound, is worse for you than, um, well, than normal chocolate. It's so interesting it's... you say that. A friend of mine got in touch um, the other day to say that... Um, it's the best time of year for the chocolate lover because yeah. he worked out that if you go and buy Easter eggs, which of course regularly come with like chocolate bars included, yes. Um, generally speaking, um, he he worked out. Like, this is the kind of thing my, my friends and I kind of talk about on WhatsApp. Mm. He, he he said, "Look, here's four eggs I bought um, from the supermarket. Right, there's a Yorkie one. No, sorry, there's a, a Rolo one, a Toffee Crisp one, a Lion, and a um, Yorkie. Right." Hmm. And he said it was £10 for four eggs, right? Right. And you get an additional eight chocolate bars in that. So if you work out the price per kilo of the chocolate you're getting, it works yeah. out under half price. That's amazing. That's awesome stuff. It's, it's an absolute bargain time for chocolate <laughs> lovers. <laughs> you might as well stock up on it, actually, because the the, 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 the sell-by, use-by dates, best-before dates, will be quite long as well. Are they not sort of aggressive around about Easter time? Like Maybe. Sort of goes out it of- might be. Yeah, and also if you, if your family are kind of relaxed about that kind of thing, it's always worth going and buying them Easter eggs you know, a week later. Yeah, <laughs> because they're, like, they're even <laughs> yeah, cheaper yeah. then. I keep eyeing because I've not I'd, I've bought my uh, partner one and, and um, uh, I've I've not seen one yet, even though it's the day after Easter Sunday. Um, and there is a, a dog um, Easter egg that I keep eyeing up. Well, you keep telling very... them, you keep telling our listeners that there's chocolate all over the street over Easter. I, honestly, I will take. I will. There will be chocolate all over the street this Easter, and I will take some pictures, and you'll see for once and for all. This is like Easter. that cream eggs, and you embarrass yourself around Cadbury's cream eggs. What do you mean? 
I told you, I revealed to you that seasonal. cabbage cream eggs are only available between seasonal. Christmas and Easter, and you went I'd mental. Still, I'd, I still don't believe that. I still, well, you I, actually also, went to like a really hooky corner shop in Soho in about yeah. June and went, look, there's cream eggs here. Exactly. I, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think they were, they were probably long after their sell-by date. Um, my, my partner on our first kind of little date, um, she expressed uh, that, a, um, that, that lilt doesn't exist anymore. Um, and I ran outside and got a can of lilt within 30 seconds of, of, of us being in the pub. Um, which, and, I've, and I've maintained that level of pettiness. That is since. an incredible story to admit. Yeah, it's on awful, the first it? date. It's all, I know. Well, it wasn't. A, it Why was just, did you, you know, do we were just that? Having a drink. Um, because I thought it was funny. Because I was like, I, not many people are thirty seconds wrong, are they? Not not many people. You can sort of go, Lilt doesn't exist anymore. It hasn't existed since the nineties, and they can be proved wrong in thirty seconds. I just think it's, you know, <laughs> you really are a character. The best. You um, the, and you often best. go when we're in the pub. You often won't sit still. You often leave and come back with things you've bought. Yeah. I think the last one was peanut punch and some, I don't know, a hat or something. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a lot of just weird glitter hat. masks. Yeah. I just like I just like the kind of, the fraff that the Commoner Garden off-license will sell. And they'll they'll get it in and, and the bloke from Cash and Carry will go, right, here's your bottles of Baileys. Would you like um, some toilet duck? Would you like um, some some um, mysterious masks? <laughs> and they go, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not paying for the mysterious masks because that's a mental thing to ask of me. I'm never going to sell any of them until Pete Donaldson walks in half cut. Did um, by the way, I forgot to ask you on on Thursday show when you're in California. Did anyone mistake you for a boogaloo boy with your hair and your mustache and stuff? A boogaloo boy? What do you mean, like a the fascist? They're the proud boys. A proud boy, right? Okay. I think Boogaloo mm. boys like proud boys, but they wear Hawaiian shirts. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, like, no, no, yeah. no. Not. 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 Not really. I didn't sort of get. Yeah. I didn't sort of get into the weeds on that one. I was mainly in Ubers, to be honest. So protected from everyone. <laughs> yeah, because you're too scared and, to drive your hire car after the incident. And also, and also, wrestling fans. There's, you know, sort of people who spend a lot of time online. They they can get radicalised. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, the WrestleMe audience you're talking about there. No, the WrestleMe audience are lovely, and every every WrestleMe fan who sort of there's a, we'd, we're walking to WrestleMania, and this this card just went. Argh! I went WrestleMe, Pete, WrestleMe, Mark from from a car, from an adjoining car park, and then he just sped off. That's excellent. It looks like he was a worse driver than I was. I had um, when I was cycling into into the office the other day when you were away. Actually, um, I was at a red light on the mm. cycle lane and so obviously it was like time when people were riding into work so there's about 15 cyclists and I was in the middle of it so imagine like a peloton basically yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, as a bloke in a suit and a long coat mm. um, walking along headphones in and you know when people don't know how loud they're speaking because they've got headphones in yeah he just looked over and just went Rambo like, <laughs> right in my face and then just carried on walking <laughs> And I, I was, and I felt like I owed everyone around me an explanation, but I didn't bloody give them one. No, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just sort of go with the, with the. It's a, it's a sex thing. That yeah. would have been better than admitting what it was. And then what I did is, when everyone looked at me, I looked at them, and then mm. really deliberately looked down at my own crotch, and then I wet myself. Yeah, I was just to show them who's boss. You know, it's a power move. It's all about a power. Did you, did you read that? Um, did you read that inspirational uh, quote from a bell end? Um, uh, that was been shipped around Instagram. Um, a man uh, has got a job, and 
he makes the everyone come to the job interview at seven o'clock. By nine o'clock, there's five applicants left. By three in the afternoon, everyone's just waiting to, yeah. to have their. I get it. Yeah, carry three, on. Yeah, all that, and then it gets to five o'clock, six o'clock, and by seven o'clock, there's only one candidate left, and he gets the job because I mean. I love all of this stuff. You know, yeah, so I you're do. basically love... hiring the bloke who's got nothing else on. Who <laughs> <laughs> just who just forgot why he was there? Yeah, <laughs> fell asleep. Oh, I love it. I um, absolutely love these bell ends that make this stuff. People try to um, make. I like it when they try and make things sound inspirational, but it actually just sounds really odd. Yeah, like, there was a guy in our industry post there. We talked about it, and he's like, oh, he's like, I'm sat at my kitchen table at five a.m. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Why are you, do- why are you it's, doing it's, that? It's, it's Jake Humphries. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Go back to why bed. Why are you doing that? Go back to bed. If I turned up at our office, right, yeah. and told everyone, I was up at 5am this morning, doing mm. my affirmations, doing my uh, world-class basics, like yeah. fast forward to about one o'clock, Luke's head down at the desk, Doing your, doing your manifests. Away. Doing Luke's... your manifests over a week, T. Lovely old job. Yeah, Luke's leaning back in his uh, chair, catching flies. <laughs> I'm absolutely knackered. I was up at five. Doing my manifestations. Yeah. Oh, absolutely you're a ridiculous. Raw. It is ridiculous. Um, oh, right, Peter, what we did promise uh, our lovely listeners we is did. that we would do. Um, before we do this, I'll say, we promised our listeners we're going to do emails. We will mm. do emails um, starting now. But before right. we do, I do want people, because it's Easter Monday. Yeah. To let us know, hello at lukeandpeachy.com or at lukeandpeachy on the social media, if they did in fact see lots of chocolate in the street this weekend, because that's out. the claim that you made around e- uh, re- regarding Easter. And I want to know if it's me who's mad or you. I suspect it's you, but we'd like to find out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, j- the kids are just running around with loads of Easter eggs and sometimes they just drop, sometimes they just drop it on the floor. That's all I'm saying. There just seems to be a lot of chocolate on the floor. That's what I'm we'll saying. see. Um, we'll see. So, First email. Um, it's, it's quite rare for us to do emails before the ad break, but what the hell? Um, mm. Let's do one, and then we'll go to an ad break after. This oh. one is from Richie, and I should say that you probably want to listen to this under caution just mm. because of the content. Um, but if you're of a decent quality constitution, you should be fine. I don't think it's that bad, but I'll just put it out there anyway. Right. Uh, Richie says, hello, Luke. Hello, Pete. First time emailer and listener since the inception of your glorious pod. The comedic hijinks are a joy to listen to. And my Monday and Thursday mornings are made easier with both your dulcet tones filling my headphones. Um, I'm just sending this a bit after the fact to let you know your podcast once made me faint in my kitchen a few years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I had trepidation in sending this email because I didn't want it to sound accusatory. So rest assured, all is good and people love hearing this story. It was a normal Thursday morning. I was mm. pouring milk into my bowl of Weetabix when Luke started talking about a former rock star who had done so much cocaine, his septum separated from his nose in the toilet. He Ugh. picked up the septum and said, that looks like it might be good to snort, and he did. I started to feel sick, spots covered my vision, and my hearing went. The next thing I remember, I was lying on the floor listening to Pete laughing. Thanks, boys. <laughs> Richie from County Kildare, Ireland. What a terrible thing to wake up to, me having a bit of a giggle. Awful. I'm sure many people have, uh, have had that joy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think um, so, I think it, so. I think that, that person that did that was, I think it was Brandon Block, the uh, ex-90s DJ. Right, okay, what, he 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 did that where he, he snorted his... I mean, did he think it was like a lump of 
lump of nonsense rather than no i think i think the story i mean i might be getting it mixed up with someone else and if i am then then richie should forgive me but if it's mm. the one i'm thinking of then he had he had i mean this is in his own autobiography so it's not even a controversial thing mm. he definitely claims it happened he his septum fell out of his nose yeah and he thought if i put that on the windowsill and dry it out a bit i can cut that up and snort it again <laughs> that was his first thought i mean there's yeah. nothing i mean there'll be nothing that is you know druggy in that it'll just be the only reason why it's fallen out is because the bloody thing is you know destroyed it's it's been it's burned it away effectively yeah it's, you know it's it's toxic yeah basically <laughs> it's not, yeah. Great. It's, it's not oh, an yeah, ideal yeah. situation i don't think anyone's no. coming out of that very well are they no not um, ideal Awful. anyway that's one to think about in the break which we're going to do now when we come back there'll be a bit more of this hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Luke Pete Show. We're back with emails. We promised you a... A, a torrent, uh, and if you'd like to get in touch and uh, join uh, the torrent, join the collection of emails in our mailbox, our mail bag. Um, check out your email client and just email us on hello dot com. You can DM us on uh, Twitter if you want. Get involved on Instagram or TikTok uh, at Luke and Pete Shaw. Now, hi guys. Following on from Monday's chat about white privilege at an airport, I have a story. This is from um, nobody. Uh, doesn't have a name. Um, possibly deliberate, possibly not. It was about uh, 2006, and my flatmate decided to take me to the scene of her boyfriend's car crash, uh, in which he had died. Whoa. Yeah. It was about 2006, and my flatmate decided <laughs> oh, you read to that take right. Me- you read yeah. that right? Yeah. Okay, right. 
Okie dokie. I, I had not long before survived a motorbike crash in which I lost my leg. Uh, please don't use phones while driving and remember to stop at junctions. Good God. This is this has started at 60, hasn't it? Um, yeah. In order to see the crash site, we had to walk from the corner of the country road in which the boyfriend had lost control into the field in which the car had ended up in. About two weeks after this visit, I was off to Florida with 10 close friends. We were in the queue to check in and a sniffer dog spent an extra minute around my prosthetic. When I rolled my trouser leg up, the policeman just said it probably confused her and carried on sniffing the other bags. At this stage, everything was going great. We go to a bar, have a look at duty free. And when our flight is called, I go through the metal detector and it kicks off probably the leg again. Sir, would you consent to a manual pat-down? I was asked. I sheepishly obliged. And then two men, looking like the Hitman video game agent, come to me and say, this way, sir. I then noticed two armed cops behind them. Um, we then uh, go down a very bright corridor to a very small dark room. Remove your shoe and your leg, one says, says very sternly. Okay, but why, I ask. Your uh, search uh, flagged up explosive materials. Your believe your prosthe- We believe your prosthetic is a bomb. Wow. Wow. Now, in hindsight, the next line that came out of my mouth probably didn't help. If I wanted to blow up a plane, I'd have my two weeks in Florida and then do it on the way home. Sound logic. <laughs> well, if fair dues. Good. Yeah. Remove your pants, sir, was the reply. My trousers are already half off to remove my fake leg. Then a more senior agent appears from the other side of what I thought was a mirror. Um, that won't be necessary. Are you a farmer? Uh, sir, he asked. Um, then it all comes together. No, but I was wearing these trainers and a pair of shorts in a wheat field uh, a few weeks ago. It turns out I'd flagged up because of a pesticide or weed killer that is also used in bomb making. My walk onto the plane was then very awkward because I had to walk uh, all the way back to the back with everyone knowing I'd held them up but without knowing why. Cheers. Good stuff. Didn't need to be unnamed. That's a great story um, about, um, well, uh, about a situation where you might have explosive materials on your foot. They always get caught in it, bomb-making people, um, buying loads of um, uh, loads of stuff from the garden centre. You always get flagged if you buy too much fertiliser. Yeah, I think it's a story that's got everything. Yeah. Well, it started off very strong. It started off very strong. I wasn't prepared for, the like, the second sentence. No, <laughs> me neither. It's not an invite that, that that you get asked very often, I don't think, though. What do you reckon? I, I No, I wouldn't have thought so. I, I, no. If someone said to me, do I want to do that, I might say no. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> what, oh God, what am I doing it for? If it's, if it's like a moral support thing, where it's like, I yeah. really need your help because I'm having yeah, a visual. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, I'd, I'd yeah. like to think I'd be a good friend. But yeah. if someone just woke up one morning and said, you fancy doing this? I'd say, yeah. mm, I don't know if I do really, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but you would rubbish. do it because you are a people pleaser. Uh, a people pleaser, and also I love it where sites of atrocious accident. Um, anyway, uh, Luke, have you got an email? Yes, I have. Uh, here is an email from Darby. I don't know if I've ever had an email from someone called Darby before. Derby. Would it be Good Derby stuff. or Derby, would you pronounce it? I'd definitely say Derby. I think, isn't there a wrestler called Derby? If it's America, it's Derby, I've yeah. heard some of our American cousins uh, say Derby. Oh, well, fine. Look, I'll, 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 I'll bow down to you. You know more Americans than I do. So, do you know what it always yeah. reminds me of? It always reminds me of the dish you could buy in Wimpy called the Brown Derby. <laughs> what was the Brown Derby? It sounds that really sounds rude, like but it's, it's not. Yeah, it sounds like... You don't remember uh, it? It sounds like the sequel to um, Human Caterpillar. Horrible. So it's like a, um, I don't know, it's like a dessert. It's like a donut with ice cream and chocolate sauce on it. Right, okay, good stuff. Yeah, anyway, uh, Darby's been in touch and he says, Hi friends, just wanted to weigh in because like the listener in a recent episode, I'm also going through your entire back catalogue of episodes in between new ones. However, I have a suggestion. Rather than go through in sequential order, Hmm. I am skipping around the last six years of episodes in random order which I feel is a superior technique for a number of reasons. First, 
I think your unique brand of non-sequitur humour lends itself to an additional pinch of chaos when right, you jump yeah. around, like a Nashville hot chicken covered in hot sauce, whatever that is. <laughs> um, second, it's a fun game to try and guess the year of the episode. What's Pete's yeah. love life like? Do they mention the pandemic? Uh, when are you most likely to be bringing up Tiffany Amber Tearson for no reason? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> love the show. Year. I also haven't got to the start of the batteries yet, at least as not, not, as I, uh, not, not that I know of. So how would you know what ones you'd listen to or what ones you hadn't know? I guess the podcast player yeah. would tell you that. I mean, you would you would hope that your um, that your phone would retain that information, or however you're listening to it. I um, I sent my phone away to get fixed uh, before I went Why? away, and it took um, I, I, it's heavy, and I drop it, and it's smashed. And I had insurance, so I was like, "Hey, Donaldson's going to claim on the big eye." And so, what um, phone, what fo- phone did you take to the US with you then? I took a backup, which is also smashed to buggery as well. Terrible. Fuck's sake. Um, but it's taken a month to return this bloody phone, and it's come back, and they've wiped everything. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, oh, no. I never thought they did that. I thought maybe it was just unfixable, and so they just gave me a new one. But, um, yeah, they've just wiped the whole fucking thing. All my pictures for a year. Ah, oh, rubbish. Did they not give you a warning that might happen? Yeah, but I just I just assumed I knew what I was doing. <laughs> you thought they won't they, touch that spicy they content? They they won't touch that. They'll be they'll be drilling that hard drive immediately. They won't want, to, <laughs> oh, yeah. they won't want that uh, that to touch that. Speaking of uh, that, I um I saw an advert for Sky Broadband, mm. which annoyed me because it said, "Oh, we guarantee you brilliant broadband in every room of your house." Yes. And at the time, okay. I didn't have that, and I was like, "My house is like a two bedroom flat. Why am I not getting that?" So yeah. I called them up and they said, "All right, no worries. Yeah, we'll send you a new, more powerful um, router, mm. and then your Sky Q box will act as an extender, and the whole thing will be sorted." I was like, right. okay, fine. So um, I, I did all that. It all came through. all worked fine. And it's great now. And it works fine. And I'm very happy with it. Um, until I got a letter uh, shortly afterwards saying, we don't seem to have um, received your old box that you're supposed to send back to us. And I was like, what? So I called them up and they said, oh, yeah, you've got to send the old one back. And we told you that. And I said, um, I don't remember you telling me that at all. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not having this. And they said, no, right, sir, hold the line. I thought, all right, they're going to waive the fee, which is fucking 50 quid for nothing. Um, <laughs> and uh, they just played back the call. They played back the call you had? Yeah, oh, originally. That is fun, and, and it clearly fun, fun, said fun, her. How did they find the, it so quickly? The it's, just linked to, linked to, um, it's just linked to um, the cu- my customer number, I guess. Yeah, but like, how did they find that piece of the conversation where you went, yes, I will never forget this. Well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't even that. It was just her very... Very professionally and detail driven yeah. listing the things I had to do, and me just, me just going, Yeah, yeah, no worries, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah, I was probably yeah. doing something else, wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> and then what I'd also done is I'd also missed the um, the return sleeve that comes in the box, and obviously, just shut that straight in the bin. Yeah, they yeah, make yeah, it so yeah. easy for you to do. All you've got to do is put it in the return sleeve, postage paid, and yeah. put it in the. Uh, Bang it in in the- the- box and i never fucking did any of it and that cost me <laughs> fucking 50 quid oh nuts that's a nightmare luke yeah. sorry to hear that but and, it's um, funny that you had your you know your 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 history read speaking of speaking of 50 quid as well one other Trump thing i wanted to dock. mention that i forgot to tell you is that you know i mentioned earlier i stopped cycling into work yeah well while you're away um i got a fixed penalty notice um oh, for apparently riding through like a red light. What, on your bike? Yeah. How, what? How did they know it was you? How, well, what? I'll tell you the story. I'm riding down like a really quiet side street. Okay. And it wasn't uh, even rush hour. It was like, yeah. 
I think it was probably, it was a day I was going to the office, but I wasn't in for a recording early. So it's like, I don't know, it's like 11 a.m., right? Yeah. There's no one, and it's quite surprising, but down the side streets, there's no one about. And there's a, um, there's a road, obviously, and then to the left of it is a cycle lane, <laughs> and there's a separate set of traffic lights for yeah. the cycle lane. And they go, and they, they're obviously, you've probably seen them, they're lit up, but they're the shape of a bike. Right, yeah. So I you know it. it's for a cycle, right? Mm. And I, I swear that that bit went green, but the main <laughs> traffic light was red. Right. So I carried on riding. And then, I mean, I don't want to be rude about, you know, I mean, the Metropolitan Police have had enough of bad press without me weighing in, but the cycle safety team of the Met Police, which is basically two absolute dweebs on bikes, <laughs> just powered past me and, like, pulled me over. Oh, so, right, so you went through. Excuse yes. me, sir, excuse me, sir, aware of the uh, red light, all this kind of shit, right? And I was like, okay... I thought it was green, and and then and then he, and then he started to get really odd about it. It was something really moral about it. It was like, right, yeah. It was like, well, you know, the uh, the rules are in place for your own uh, for your own safety, sir. <laughs> and I was like, no, yeah, I know that, but there's no one around. I thought I thought that part of it was green. I thought it was a filter lane. Like I thought it was fine. Yeah. And he was like, well, you stared right at us before you rode straight through it. I said, yeah, I know I did because I thought it was green. And and then he, and he goes, um, right, so um, we'll deal with this by way of a uh, fixed penalty notice. Um, but I do have to read you your rights. <laughs> And I was like, thinking, okay, look, just fuck it, yeah, just just give me the give me the fucking, I'll give you the money, but I'm not having the telling off. I can't give me the fuck both. That's and that was you're it's so funny you say that because that is the exact reason I want to tell you about it because yeah. isn't it interesting how right the laws are, the laws are there. I get it, I totally understand it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight it. I'm not gonna hire a lawyer. I'm not gonna go through the admin process. It's a fifty quid fine. It's annoying. I'll mm. take it on the chin. I didn't give him any indication that anything else was going to happen. I was like, yeah. fine, no problem. The only thing I did, which again he didn't like, is because I was on a line bike and he was chatting to me for like 10 minutes, <laughs> I caught my phone out and wanted to cancel the ride so I didn't get, keep getting charged. Yeah, okay. And he's like, um, can you put your phone away, please, sir? And I was like, <laughs> what, is it a crime to have my phone out now? Like, it's I'm just cancelling the line bike. That's all gun, I'm doing. Man. Yeah, yeah he's, he's just like mad on power, right? And um, and he starts going to me, yeah, the laws are in place for your own safety. Um, I can't believe you didn't see it. And I was like, I just felt like, I didn't say anything because nothing good's going to come of it. But I just felt like saying, mate, the law is the law. I don't need you to give me a fucking lesson. I'm 42 years old. Just, yeah, yeah. I'll take my hit. I'll take it on the chin. You get on with your day. I'll get on my day. Let's not elongate this. Uh, he's, he's just writing all this stuff down. It was, it was insane how much admin went on. That's so, the thing um, that makes me laugh because we I saw it quite a lot in um, around the um, oh I saw the Liver King at WrestleMania by the way you didn't did you really walking walking I was going to get a hot dog and uh, this tiny little man in a big fur coat with two Dobermans I think they were Dobermans um, just sort I of I thought you've been past. widely discredited now. Well, he's still, you know, still got that heat, still got that burning desire to, you know, put away the trend, put away the, the PEDs. Um, to do his and, caveman and, fundamentals or whatever they do called. his caveman fundamentals and, and, and try and do it clean. But yeah, he's, uh, he's, he, he was wandering through and uh, with an unlit cigar, uh, performative cigar uh, yeah. at WrestleMania. And it was, uh, it was just rather amusing. You don't speak really. with him. No, people just shout, hey, Liver King, whoa, that's the Liver King. He's tiny little lad, tiny. But Get muscly, on bloody right? nipples. Didn't, I didn't see his muscles, just just. Uh, He's always just, got his top off, hasn't he? Cut. No, he just had a big fur coat on. Oh, right. I mean, it was quite cold. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, you saw a lot of that around when, around like the, the AT&T Stadium where we were. Um, the... Um, <laughs> 
the people would sort of go, I can't let you through. You haven't got your um your your, your screenshot of your of your ticket because we're on Mark's phone, and and he wouldn't let me through to watch the final um of the final match of day one. So I was watching it from the sort of balcony area, and he was going, and and so I was like, I can't get hold of him. I'm just gonna stand here. He's going, I'm so, I'm just doing my job. I'm just doing my job. Go through now, but I'm just doing my job. And I'm going, you, st- I, I sort of felt like going, you've you've ex- you, like you've you've taken five minutes out of my fucking day. These tickets were ch- weren't ex- were very expensive, and you're not doing your job because you're letting me through. So you're not <laughs> doing your job. And then yeah. another one was like going, "Well, Mark, like you got to smoke far away from the st- just to let you know, just to let you know, you have to s- smoke over the other like quite far away from the stadium." And it's like you didn't need just to let you know. Like they're either the rules or they're not. You know what yeah. I mean? The rules are the thing. Just tell Don't me the rules. And I'll- <laughs> yeah, I I'll think make- it's the same. I, uh, some, the, 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 some the, freeze. Leave him the alone. disdain I had for the 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 esteemed Metropolitan Police Officer and members of the cycle safety team, which he had on a, st- <laughs> a sticker on his bike, the disdain I felt most—I'll be honest—I was quite snobby about it. The disdain I felt mostly stemmed from the fact that he was about fifty-five and was still a police constable in the cycle safety team. Right, to me, okay, yeah. that's not a good police officer. <laughs> to me, it's not a good example of the genre. <laughs> it can't be. No. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you know, people people sort of carry on a bit longer these days, don't they? No, but I just think he surely he'd be doing something else by now. True, that if is he was true. good, maybe he's been busted for being naughty because the rules do apply to him. It turns out. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that he was institutionally homophobic, sexist, or racist, <laughs> like the report from Baroness Casey suggested. But I'm just saying, you know, it was it was, it was quite fastidious. Okay, Which I guess cool. really is, if you're thinking about it, is what you want from your police officers, I guess. I Especially the, rules. the ones who It's my fault. Dumb. Yeah. It's my fault. I said that to him. I said, I get it. It's my fault. I, it's a mistake. I made a mistake. You, I mean, you, you could have just pulled a wheelie and just fucked off. That would have been funny. Getting tasered. Well, I'd already cancelled the line bike, so it would have just, oh, just right, fallen okay. over, wouldn't I? Clonk. <laughs> lovely stuff. Um, anyway, well, let's get out of here. This, this, we've All done right, enough then. for one day. Um, I hope everyone's had a lovely Easter. We've done um, enough damage. Leave it, Phil. It's not sp- worth it. <laughs> Spring's on the way. I noticed actually in my garden earlier that the um, we've got a lovely cherry tree in our back garden, which is actually pride and joy, really. And the, and the, oh. and the, the buds are coming out now, which means spring is most certainly on the way. Very pleasing. Bring us in, bring us in some cherries. Very, it's not ready pretty, yet. They won't be ready for a good few months, but I will. Put some cherries in, will you? If you're a good boy, you get some cherries. I'm going to make a pie with it. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Right, that's enough. Pete's tired. <laughs> we'll be back uh, on um, Thursday for battery brands. Get your batteries in, get your emails in. Say hello, won't you? See you later. Ta da! Would it be Derby or Derby, would you pronounce it? I'd definitely say Derby. I think, isn't there a wrestler called Derby? Something right, hang on a yeah. second. Like, meow, I mean, can I hear pick, a little cat? Let me pick I up, because Magnus wants cat. his food, and he will not shut up until I'll feed him. He meow, doesn't meow, even meow. know what podcasts are, so he's not going to stop. Give me a sec. <laughs> right, you. Come on in. Right, you. Come on in. Naughty little cat. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I know, I know. The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.